0: This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. In the next few weeks, we'd like to start incorporating your questions into the show. A question about a past episode, something we've said, something you'd like to say, whatever. Send an email or a voice memo to thelatestpod at gmail.com. And maybe, just maybe, we'll incorporate it into the part of the show you usually fast forward. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, October 26. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. The Senate has now voted President Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, confirmed in record time. Concluding one of the quickest and most controversial Supreme Court confirmations in modern American history. It is highly fitting that Justice Barrett fills the seat of a true pioneer. For women. Those voices are discussing Justice. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett, the triple-named figure posed to do less for women's rights than Andrew Dice Clay. Confirmed by the Senate on Monday, Barrett's rush to judgment has once again tarnished the high court's long-standing reputation among Supremes, bumping it down in the rankings far behind the streetwear company and barely ahead of the Taco Bell nachos. Ms. Barrett has spent the majority of her judicial career at Notre Dame University. Just like that lovable walk on Rudy. But unlike an aging college football player whose neurological state is the result of repeated head trauma, the Associate Supreme Court Justice's jurisprudence is informed by the blunt force impact of religious extremism. Closely linked to a Catholic organization known as People of Praise, which sounds less like a religious group and more like what the voters who choose the winners of the Academy Awards call themselves, the membership opposes abortion, gay rights, and marriage equality on the grounds that doing anything that makes one's life easier clearly contradicts the Bible. Believing that men are the leaders of their families following the model of John Goslin, regional female leaders of the group even refer to themselves as handmaids, painfully spacing out in front of the camera like Elizabeth Moss while their husbands speak in tongues. Pope Francis himself has criticized groups like these for usurping individual freedoms and delegating important decisions about their lives to others. Presumably placing his faith in presumably neutral governing bodies, like the Supreme Court. Following the same theme that nothing's better than a strict regulation, Amy is a constitutional originalist, believing this nation's collection of supreme laws is not a living document, like a Google Sheet whose font size keeps being changed by an anonymous squid, zebra, and rat, but rather that it's a word document with track changes turned off, because it's frozen in amber, like that mosquito in Jurassic Park. The law of the land is an action figure that you're not allowed to take out of the box, because playing around with the toy might destroy its value, even though Baby Yoda's cultural cachet never had that much standing ground in the first place. Now, I'm I'm not interested in trashing Barrett because she has garden-variety right-leaning views. As far as I'm concerned, appointing another conservative judge is just another tortilla strip in the taco salad bowl known as the Trump administration. But like I said in the episode about Justice Ginsburg last month, as I'm sure you remember, as I'm sure you do, thanks for listening, it's not right to treat this new lifetime member of the court as if she's rightfully earned her place. Princess Jasmine's understudy is taking over the Broadway role because Aladdin pushed the old actress off the flying carpet. The balance of the court is now firmly conservative. 6 to 3, and not what everybody wishes it was, 69, because Republicans cheated by denying Barack Obama the opportunity to seat Merrick Garland, who was either a highly regarded and qualified judge admired by both parties, or an annexed Western European territory from the 5th century. The entire process to nominate, confirm, and swear in the new justice, just weeks away from a presidential election, barely took 30 days. It takes more time to screen, hire, and train someone to man the burrito station, because Chipotle at least cares about the appearance of the integrity of its sofritas. It was the first time that a justice was confirmed without the support of a single member of the minority party since 1868, the year that Ulysses S. Grant became president. Campbell's Soup was founded, and Robert Zemeckis released his last watchable film. The Supreme Court is supposed to be the ultimate check on the political process, but it's hard to see how Lady Justice can keep her scales balanced while Mitch McConnell pulls her down to the concrete like she's a statue of Christopher Columbus. If elected, Joe Biden has said that he'll form a bipartisan commission to recommend changes to the makeup of the Supreme Court, like a new shade of rouge for Justice Breyer. But whether it's achieved through adding seats to the bench, ending lifelong tenure, or pulling names out of a drum every night, like a Powerball drawing, intentionally breaking norms and rules in order to fulfill the religious right's long-term goal of depriving women their right to choose, will ultimately leave the rest of the country with no choice. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, hey Twitter, Twitter world. world. This is me, yours truly. Yours, truly. My guest today is Dr. David Kittle a physical therapist and the owner of Concierge Pain Relief, an in-home physical therapy service in the New York metropolitan area. Dr. Kittle, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me. On Thursday... O.J. attributed a surgical procedure to a long-standing friendship. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. So I'm playing against a buddy of mine who's in Miami. His team is called The Big. Ex tennis playing buddy of mine. We both are relegated to golf and uh, fantasy football now because we've had similar knee replacements. Uh, anyway, I'm just saying, take care. Dr. Kittle? What do you think about what OJ had to say? When an individual goes under the knife and has a knee replacement, it is pretty common to lose the ability to play dynamic or or cutting sports such as tennis. So you could absolutely get a knee replacement and eventually get back to tennis where you're just doing some very light volleying of the ball. But regardless of if you're a previous pro athlete or if you're just a weekend warrior, uh, it could be difficult to get back to normal tennis once you have a knee replacement hmm And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Dr. Kittle, thanks for joining me. Thank you. And that's the latest written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott, OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. If you like the show, please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts. Google the show, it'll come up in your search results. Just listen to it and subscribe. Latestpod.com for all your latestpod.com needs, uh, it's transcripts and such. I'm at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon do another episode of this podcast. I'm afraid nobody can hear you. I'm afraid I'm... Podcast t- t- needs. All your podcast needs. All their needs? All of their podcast needs? Nope, oh, I'm out of battery. Gotcha. <laughs>